that says that we're all good to go. Feeling good. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Is the fam in the house? Let me know you're in the house in the chat. In case you weren't tuned in on Instagram, you guys, I'm changing the format up a little bit today. Let me know in the chat a business topic that you would like to hear or listen to me riff on on today's live uh, podcast. Let me know in the chat right now. Cool business topic. Throw it out there. Anyway, it's 5.59 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, and we're about to about to uh, start this thing off, man. About to kick it off with the bang. I'm... I'm uh I'm uh haven't vlogged much this week. Well, fuck it, I'll get into that in a minute. Anyway, before I start, you guys, let's roll the intro. And if you're on Instagram, head on over to the tube now. Here we go. Welcome to Monument Limited. It presents the Print Live. Live, live, live. What's going on, Print Fam? It's your boy Cam, and welcome to the Print Life Live Video Podcast, where we talk news. We talk screen printing news. More importantly, we talk screen printing business. And then at the end of that, I answer your screen printing questions to the best of my ability. And it's really awesome. And everybody really seems to enjoy it when they tune in and have fun and hang out with me. Uh, here's what's happening today in the print life. First and foremost, we're going to go right to the independent shop news. You know, you go to the Facebook group, you submit your news, and uh, I read it out and shout your shop out and all that good stuff on this show. As far as our business topic, I said it a little bit ago, submit a topic in the chat right now as I'm saying this, and I'm going to do my best to riff on it, and I'll give my opinions. It's kind of like a Q&A, but uh, I'm going to let you guys pick the business topic of the day. And then last but not least, we actually move on to the actual Q&A, and I do my best to answer those questions. But before all that starts, this thing, dude, I can't hear myself. Sounds like I'm talking into a wind tunnel. Uh, I got to do my social media reminders, and y'all know the routine, but here we go. Follow me at Cam Irvin on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to the Print Life Podcast on iTunes, Google Play. Give me a listen, five stars, and a glowing written review. Uh, Share, share, share my vlogs, my tutorials, my content, my channel, my Instagram. Just get people coming in, guys. The, The Print Fam is only as healthy as you guys sharing it and making it grow. If it's not growing, it's not healthy. So to keep it healthy, we need you guys to share it, which then helps it grow, which then turns it into something that we all want to continue interacting with and evolving with together. And last but not least, well, actually not last, remember that we go live on YouTube every Wednesday, normally at 7, but we're going 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time for a little while just to see how that goes. And if you are interested in being on this show Direct message me on Instagram or Twitter with a business topic that you want to talk about, and then uh, we'll get you scheduled up. Okay, okay, okay. Dude. Uh, Hey, guys, over on Instagram, head on over to the tube. Actually, you know, keep it open on both. Why not? Now, before we get into it, you guys, I have... I'm going to do my best... It's going to be really tough, but I'm going to do my best to not let my mouth offend people, at least on the live show. In the vlog, I can always mute it out. And here's why. It's not because I think that it's uh, that I want to change who I am. I cut. That's what I do. I got a foul mouth. It's just the way I express myself. But it's because uh, some people had expressed, did you hear that? Throat polyps. Moving on. It's because 
you know, some of you have expressed that it doesn't necessarily offend you, but maybe you want to play my content in your shop or while you're doing things around the house with your family. And when I'm constantly blasting out F-bombs, it makes it hard for you to do that. In which case, I feel like I'm alienating you, and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to try to get it under control to the best of my ability. We all know it won't be 100% under control, but I'm going to do my best. Any, anyway, anyway, we're going to move on to my Facebook shout out or uh you know what i mean we're gonna do our shop shout out starting with the facebook group um we got some shop news and y'all know how this works if you don't if this is your first time here you go request a membership for the print life facebook group on facebook and um, you essentially uh, submit your shop news, and then the first thing you say is shop news, and then I will shout your shop out, I, you know, shout your screen name, all that stuff out on this show. What we're really looking for is just if something new is going down, if you got a new client, an exciting event, you know, whatever, just share it, and I'll talk about it. For instance, William Century has got uh, some pretty cool news for his company, Indigenous Graphics. Uh, job to, uh, one of their jobs fell through because of funding, but another job came in for 70 sh- 75 shirts, one color, for his tribe's program on child abuse awareness. They got the deposit and ordered the shirts. Now they just got to wait for the shirts to start printing. They're super excited, uh, and they just wanted to wish the print fam a happy end of March. Uh, That's really cool, William. Congratulations on that. Sounds like you're just getting started in the business, dude, and I'm sure you're going to have a lot more jobs to come. So enjoy the slow times because pretty soon you're going to be missing them. Jamie Lineback spent all night making buttons uh, that she screen printed for March, put a sticker on the back with the contact info, handed out 150 to protesters. Good job. That's some good marketing. That's very smart. And that was her first two-color print job at home. So you screen printed the paper and then actually pressed them into the buttons. Cheers to you. Very nice job. Uh, Brad Zolwetch scored one backup 1430 today and one more on the way. Now he just has to figure out how to store them. Yeah, just probably bag them, tag them, pull the ink out. I've heard the print heads will dry no matter what you do, but it's a good start. I've never stored a printer, so can give you advice on that. Shop news. Andy Smith. So, what happened for you, my friend? You finally got your M&R Economax 2 into your shop. And uh, from the looks of it, you're starting to think you need a little bit more space. And to that, I say, dude, just if it's a good price, stick with it because, you know, Fucking, it's probably cheaper than getting a bigger space, and it looks like you can get it done. However, it does look really tight in there, like there's no walking space. So I get it, but if you can stick with it, definitely consider sticking with it. But congratulations, dude. I, I've heard that's a really good dryer. I don't know nothing about it, but I'm happy for you. Sunny Gray just shouts out the print fam as a whole and says, print on printers. That seems to be his, um, his uh, what the, what's, the, what's that, that the catchphrase? Yeah, I'll run with that. So print on printers, print on from Sunny Gray. Uh, Jeff Osborne had a little bit of a 
shitty situation over the week with another printer. Things didn't go his way. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but sorry it went that way for you, dude. Uh, I'm sure that they'll try to make it right at some point. Still looking, still looking. Shop news, Robert Ashley. Oh, man, this is good stuff because you got, you know, I know a lot of people hate on Anatol, but I've kind of been a, a, a an advocate of them for a long time, and it looks like Robert Ashley got an 8x10 in trade for for some big, big shirts and some thread. Huh? Oh, Huh? So you got that for some shirts and some embroidery thread? Like a truckload of embroidery thread and a truckload of shirts? Damn, dude. Either way, uh, congratulations. Because that was a score. Anyway, let's get back to that. Because one more time. Huh? I don't even know what to make of that, but apparently that was a huge score. Dude, these are great presses, dude. Oh, my God. And some thread. Congratulations. Questions. Okay, I'll come back to that in a minute. More questions. Um, and Jordan seems to be posting bullshit, so let's go ahead and just... Remove this motherfucker. Okay. You guys do know the rules that we don't post advertisements. Sit. Oh, man. Michael Maxwell built his vacuum table. Wants to thank Jennifer Lynn for her patience and support. Spending Mondays with him. And he drilled him. He did his thing. And look at this bad boy. It looks beautiful, man. Good job. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good job, Michael. So if you, I mean, you guys are just listening, but he he built the vacuum table, drilled all the holes, made the frame, attached the vacuum to it, and he's now able to do a, you know, flat stock printing. So great job, brother. Sometimes I forget that this is also transitioning to audio, and I need to be more descriptive when I'm looking at stuff on this. And I haven't looked at the comments in a second, and uh, hopefully everything's going good with the audio and the video and all that. And we got a new post from Craig Robertson, and he's new to screen printing, bought a complete screen printing shop, had a, oh, that's a question, answer that later. And Alien Thompson's trying to sling uh, figures in the shop. Don't know if that's acceptable in the print life, but, well, fuck it. Sorry, guys, I'm just kind of like... I'm flipping through here looking for shop news. Not not a lot of it. So, you know, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Nothing. 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 Let me, uh, you know what, guys? Let me come back here. That's a wrap on the, uh, you know, shop news. Thank you guys for submitting your news into the Facebook group. If you have news and you want to submit it next week, please do so. I feel like it's running. I think I feel like we're getting a little light 
you know, we have 2,000 plus members now and the majority of you aren't submitting shop news, that's a little disconcerting because remember the group was started solely for the purpose of acquiring shop news to keep this show entertaining. So, come on guys, get it together. Shop news me. Come on. God damn it. Hang on real quick though. I'm going to end this. Uh, hey, uh, Instagram. That's it, guys. I know most of you are already over on YouTube, so thank you for tuning in and all that good stuff. But we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you later. Boop. You guys like my uh, cell phone holder? So cool. This is really cool because you can get your phone away from you so it's not all up in your grill. And you're like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Okay. <clears throat> Moving the fuck on. So now is normally whoa dude, I feel now is normally the part where Jesus Don't puke, don't puke. I did a, I have not been feeling good this week at all. I've been I felt like fl fluish kind of symptoms all week. Not tip top yet, feeling a little down, but um I've been taking, like, fucking DayQuil and shit just to try to get through it, so I'm looped out as hell right now. But, you know, guys, uh, that's pretty much why I didn't think of a, of a topic today. But, like I said, I really want to stick in here. Oh, great. Ryan's gone. That sucks. What's up, man? You too busy or what? Lane Luhoff just uh, uh, threw me a nice super chat. A beer is healthy. Have a cold one on me. Thanks, Lane. Beer is always healthy. My whole thing is just trying to not drink too much of it. What's up, Ben? How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm going to do the shout-outs at the end of the show. You know, I'm changing the format up a little bit. So, uh, I'm looking for a, a business topic. So, I'm looking, I'm looking, looking, looking. Andy Smith says, roll the motherfucking credits, for which I was recently uh, corrected, which I knew that it's not actually the end credits. It, you would call it the intro. But just rolling the intro doesn't roll off the tongue, and it's not as aggressive as saying, roll them credits, right? And then you flip the thing, and you roll them intros, roll that intro, eh. So I say credits. No, it's wrong. Credits go at the end, but it's the way I do it. Andy you can never watch Cam too much. That's just the consensus in this thing. So thank you for watching, though, brother. All right, looking for a print topic using the touchscreen. Thank you again, Lane, for the super chat. Always appreciated. Um, none? None. None. Oh, the Profit First book. I'm still working my way through it, guys. I, I'll, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, I'm setting some things in place before I can do the rest of them. I have all the accounts set up on my main thing, but I still haven't gotten the uh, holding account set up. So I'm not particularly ready to do the review for the rest of them, but I will get to it. Cash flow, in and out. That's a good topic. Let's see if there's something else. Because, yeah, and this just seems to be such a fucking problem, dude. Okay, so the business topic of the day. I don't even know if I can actually 
uh, riff on this because you can just go into so much detail and I'm going to be 100% honest when I started I didn't have the answer to it and I'm still trying to find to find an answer to my pricing but we're going to attempt to tackle the idea of print pricing especially when you first start uh, and as I'm doing that like I pretty much avoid that question like the plague because there just isn't an answer there's just not an answer to it really especially with the with like the antiquated method of using those crazy brackets based on quantity um you know do i still have, do i have that book i don't have the book i think where a lot of printers started building their price list was off of that old book called uh screen printing for fun and profits and it showed you that print bracket which people had been using for years but pretty much everyone adopted it and you you go through it and you know you set up your quantities and brackets in a spreadsheet, essentially, and then, you know, there's all these different percentages that you can use based on the quantity. The, the way that I see it is that you, as an, as an owner, need to make a certain amount per hour, right, like your hourly wage. You want to recoup that. And then also, you need to make a certain amount per hour on top of whatever it costs to print however many shirts in an hour. In my opinion, you got to be basically making a certain amount per hour in your shop to make it viable. And this is where the problems come in because there's so much calculations involved with that. This is what I would say. And of all of the different options, you have a couple. Ryanet has a print pricing calculator on their website or it's on their YouTube channel or something. Just just type in Ryanet uh, print pricing calculator, and they have this thing that gives you, you can essentially enter in colors, quantities, and then the percentage markup, and it calculates it based on your total cost of operation throughout you know, the month. You need to have those numbers in place because you can't properly price your job unless you have those numbers in place. Uh, I use that, or you've got to, and I feel like I'm always... I, I still intend to go through this process. I don't know exactly how it works, but Marshall seems to have this thing of called the, the five buckets. Marshall Atkinson, you can look up Atkinson Consulting. You can go to the Print Life Facebook group. You'll see him in there. And he has a slightly different method of, of printing or the cost per impression, and then you mark your print up based on that. Now, I know that this is not answering your goddamn question because you just want to know how to price each quantity. And to that, I tell you, there is no standard there's no standard answer. I think you need to know your cost for the month and then you can start dividing that down to your cost per hour and then you decide how much uh you want to make per hour on top of whatever it costs for you to run your shop every single hour and that's how you come up with a, a decent pricing structure. It's I mean it really is that simple. What was one of the old school methods I heard and this is pretty much how I started my price list. You figure out how much your total expenses are for the month, right? And then you go and uh, divide that by 30. Or actually, it's even smarter to divide it by how many days a week you work. If you're working seven days a week, then you divide it by 30 or whatever. If you only work five days a week, you divide it by 20. And now you know what your daily cost is. And now you can divide that by, uh, your, by how many hours you work a day, like eight hours. And now you have your hourly cost. And then you can go, okay, well, obviously I want to make 100% of my cost or 200%, 300%, and then you can figure that shit out. And then now you know how much you need to make per hour, 
you know, to, to make you a happy, a happy camper. And then you can start dividing that by your quantities and your brackets because you know you can do uh, 24 shirts in an hour or 100 shirts in an hour. Now you have a pretty good baseline of where you can start figuring out your cost per hour. Again, not a clear-cut answer, but that's the best I can give you, dude, because it's just – it's complex coming up with a pricing structure in the screen printing industry. It is. It's just complex. There is no straightforward answer. You could you could reach out to a fucking CPA, a certified public accountant, and ask him to give you a price list, and it'll take him forever, dude. And even his shit will be all over the place. You won't even know what to make of it, in my opinion. Uh-oh, I see something cool here. Raleo, thank you, my friend. 1999 Super Chat. Can't beat that. Thanks, dude. Did you attach a question to it? Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, that's really not a business topic. It felt like part of the Q&A. But that's what I would – That's you can start with the Ryanette pricing calculator. Look into Marshall Atkinson's five buckets. Uh, also, try the thing I was talking about where you divide your expenses by 30, and then you divide it by how many hours of work you day. You get your base cost. You figure out how much you want to make on top of that, and you start making the divisions and putting it into your brackets based on quantity, and you'll have a pretty good idea. Like To me, you just want to make a certain amount per hour that you're open, right? And uh, – and like, so whether you're doing 24 shirts in an hour or 200 shirts in an hour, you basically just have a cost that you need to make within that hour period of time. And that's how you figure it out. That way, you know that you're pricing 24 shirts the same way that you should be pricing uh, your maximum shirts per hour, like 500 shirts per hour or whatever the fuck it is. And then you, you can get pretty close that way. I, it's so hard to explain. Sometimes I have a difficult time expressing myself verbally. But, yeah, that's the way I would go for it, dude. Thank you, Relio, for the super chat. And that's it, dude. That's the end of the business topic. Dude, it's 620, 20 minutes in. So let's move on. And after I wrap that shit up, we move on to the live Q&A. So start submitting your questions in the chat, uh, in the Facebook group, and I will do my best to answer them. And I'm going to go to the top of this chat thing and work my way down, man. And you guys know that you need to do at the print life so that, I, so that it gets the orange bar and I actually see it. Again, shout out to Raylio for the super chat, dude. It means a lot. Helps a lot. That one day on my birthday, you all were slamming me with super chats. It was crazy. Ryan has a hard time on Wednesday making it here, dude. And s- <laughs> the Raylio. Sorry, guys. I'm working my way down this thing. Looking for a question. Okay, this is an interesting one, and, I, and I'm, I don't have an answer to this either, but Prototype 8 is asking if Facebook ads are worth it for screen printers to sell their services or just their products. And honestly, dude, I don't... I haven't spent enough. I haven't had enough of a budget in Facebook ads to tell you whether or not they're worth a flying fuck. This is what I would say, and people have argued with me or disagreed with me about this in the past, so it's not gospel. But I just feel like most people, when they're looking for a service, whatever the service is, they tend to go to Google first. Google seems to be today's yellow pages. They don't, whereas Facebook might be where they go when they're looking for a referral from a friend. So 
to me, Facebook is the na the referral from the neighbor. Google is the yellow pages. So it kind of depends on what person you're dealing with. But in my opinion, most people would get a referral and then from a friend, they say, hey, I need a screen printing job done. You know anybody? And then the friend tells them. Uh, but then they would instantly check the Facebook and then they would call the two of them. So I think you're probably best off running some the most affordable Facebook ads you can get. Uh, but really, I, I believe your focus should be on Google AdWords. The problem with Google AdWords nowadays in 2018 is it's just so expensive. It's almost unaffordable. Uh, and the reason the big companies like Custom Inc. and Ryanet and all of them have such a huge market share now is because they dump so much money into Facebook ads. Or, I'm sorry, did I say Facebook ads? That's what I meant to say. Google ads. They ton, they dump a ton of money into it, and, and their budgets are so huge. I did this metric on, on uh, Custom Inc. on how much they throw into fucking Google Ads monthly, and I'm going to completely exaggerate here, but I remember reading it because I don't remember the actual number, but I remember reading it in a month ago on Fudge. See there? Stopped myself from doing it. It was like 100 k a month in Google AdWords. Some some crazy number, and again, I'm just exaggerating that, but it was an insane amount of money. And that's how you get the market share. Uh, but that's why Google AdWords kind of sucks is because it's so expensive, whereas Facebook is still affordable. But at the end of the day, I would just try them both, but you need to have a real budget. I would say test Facebook and Google side by side, $500 a month for Google, $500 a month for Facebook, and see you need to have two different landing pages. One landing page for the traffic from Google, another landing page for the traffic from Facebook, and see which one does better, which one gives you more conversions for the money spent. I estimate you'll probably still get more from Google, but I don't know. But you need to have a real budget, man. $25 a month to either of them ain't going to do shit. It's not going to do shit. You need a realistic budget, a couple hundred dollars a week, hundred dollars a week. You need something so that you can actually generate a real volume of traffic coming to your site. You know what I mean? Because your conversion rate, I heard a metric is still around 1%, right? So to get that 1%, you need it. And then as you get better converting landing pages and stuff, it goes up. But to start the baseline at 1%, so, I mean, there you go. You need to bring a lot of traffic in just to get that conversion. So it's going to take time. You need to have a budget. Try them both. Let me know which one's best. Damn, I hate it when I run on like that. I was trying to drive my point home, and I just kept repeating the same shit. Who else we got here? How's it going, print fam? Cold beer, hockey game, and the print life. It's a good night. Thanks for tuning in, my man. That's awesome. Uh... Ryan's out, guys. That sucks. Will, that is absolutely correct. He feels that the Facebook group has turned into a huge family that enjoys helping each other with issues, and it has turned into that, whereas it's not what I intended it to be, but, it, again, these things happen. I, I didn't intend it. I barely even interact in that thing anymore. It's just taken on a life of its own. But it is awesome. But at the end of the day, the whole point of it was still to submit your shop news. That was the original intent. Granted, I can't control where it goes, but still want you to submit your shop news. 
because it helps feed this thing and keeps it more interesting. You know what I mean? And yeah, I touched on it a minute ago, but the Profit First book, I've been reading it. I've been implementing the principles and exercising them. But so what ends up happening in that book is it takes you through the setup and how to utilize it. Jesus. Which you have to do, right? And you have to work with it. But then there's like this point where it takes you in. You get to all that. You get it set up. And now you're just supposed to implement it on a daily life. And that was like through chapter four or five. And then the rest of it is like advanced techniques, which I haven't really gotten to, but I, I implemented it. I'm starting to live by it, and now I'm just kind of working through it. And then once the, the little things are in place and I can report back on it, then I will continue the update. But it is really cool, and I'll tell you already, I'm already more profitable than I was just by using it. And ultimately, the whole point of it is that you take however much money you have coming in, you take a percentage of it, you call that profit, and yeah set it aside and then you pull 50% of that profit quarterly for yourself it's your owner's draw or your dividends and then the other 50% you hold on to and you only are able to spend on the remaining 50% of the profits when it can cover 3 months of your expenses and then only then you can only pull 50% of it to purchase things like new equipment and stuff like that so ultimately it's just setting you up to change your lifestyle change your spending habits uh, and start setting your money aside into accounts that you can't fucking pull on. And it works. It really, really works. It's super obvious, but it works like a charm. More about Facebook ads. How can you utilize it? Again, I, I, I just talked about it, and I don't know, man. It's just a, it's a tricky thing, bro. Facebook ads is tough. Bro, I'm having crazy, crazy... I'm having the worst deja vu right now. Facebook ads. Dude, I mean, yeah, prototype, bro. You got to try it. You have to. But you need. I feel like you need a real budget. You need a couple hundred dollars a month. I would say more like 500 a month to really, you know, set up 20, 20 bucks a day, something like that. If The more you can get, the better results you're going to have. Uh, and you need to do split testing. You had to ha you need to have different landing pages, all this kind of stuff. I've experimented with it, but lately, admittedly, my um, priorities and my thoughts have been in different places. And I haven't honestly been worried about uh, getting traffic to my print shop or anything like that. But when you're in it, dude, it's really easy. Just get a, a book. Uh, this one I use. I don't have... Um, I don't have the Facebook one, but this is one of the books that I got for Google AdWords. And I always felt like Google AdWords was the more important of the two. I'm starting to change my tune on that. And then I just, I shit you not, it's funny that you bring it up. Because I just got this book. And I haven't read it yet. I just got the damn thing. But it is about Facebook marketing. But I don't. I don't know if I don't even know yet. I don't know if this is directed towards Facebook ads or just marketing on the social media plat platform called Facebook. But I'm gonna read it. But this one is, dude, I learned everything I needed to know about Google here, and it'll get you through it. The books are there. The information is there. You just gotta put the time in to read it, man. If you're a small business owner in 2018, you need to to have a fucking chance. You need to either be able to hire someone to do it at an extremely expensive rate, or you need to be a webmaster yourself. You need to know the ins and outs of Google AdWords. You need to know the ins and outs of Facebook. You need to know all this stuff, man. You need to know WordPress. 
You need to be a fucking web junkie, dude. As much as you're a print junkie, you need to be a web junkie. Or I shit you not, you don't got a chance in hell. You're fucked. That's just the cold, stone cold truth. Now, some shops can afford to pay someone 30 40 bucks an hour to do all their ad- advertising and all that kind of stuff. The majority of us can't. For you, you better smarten up, man, and start with all these, these books. I'm not going to show it again because that's like free advertising to them, but start with those. On the birthday, my super chats, I think, hit over 200 bucks from you guys, dude. And thank you, by the way, for that. That was amazing. Um, and so that, yeah, that's pretty much it. So JC is asking, what's your end game? How long are you going to be grinding versus doing other projects? What happens when someone offers you a hundred K working for the man like Atkinson working at Inksoft? Well, JC, that's okay. So that's some personal. S- um, I have a passion for print. So print will, ne- I will always have a shop running, whether it's a big shop or a tiny shop. I will always have a shop. And we will always be producing shirts until I fucking retire, dude. But um, the, honestly, this YouTube channel is a huge priority for me. Uh, mainly just because it, it's kind of like it's video. And video, even when I was 18 years old, is where I always wanted to end up with shooting. M- more being an editor. But now the more that I shoot versus editing, I prefer shooting to the editing. I prefer talking to the camera and trying to express my opinion. So... Uh, the way I see the future is largely media-based, um, and then attaching my print shop to that to this outlet, and doing r- extremely good print work. My goal is to produce the. I mean, and not just saying this. I don't want to just say that that I'm the best. I want to be able to do the crazy shit like Mad Specials. If you guys are familiar with Mad, crushes the high density thing. Want to do. Uh, that I want that to be part of our thing. I want to have all the specialty printing stuff on lock. So that's where I want to end up. And then I want to utilize the channel to bring in other people uh, or clients that are um, interested in being featured on the channel, right? Which, which I hope would get us more premium clients and stuff like that. So that's where I want it to end up. Uh... And then in terms of the software, I like I don't want to be a software company, but I would like to have the software doing its thing, ultimately so that it can run my shop, but also because I'm running my shop off of it, I can I continuously add things to it. And I would like to have a software program that is um first off, extremely useful for legitimate true blue contract printers, uh, but also super useful for the uh, and affordable which I'm trying, it's just a lot harder to figure out than I thought. Super affordable for someone that only does like, let's say 20 and under clients per month. You know, I, I want to set all that up. So I got a lot of shit I want to do. Uh, the end game is there is no fucking end game. I don't have an end game. I will be involved in this forever, but I do have three pretty big goals, right? Three lofty goals that I'm trying to reach all at once. The print shop, the YouTube channel, and the software. And by the way, I'm not going to touch on it too much right now. I know that the Kickstarter campaign is looking a little dead, but it's all good. I got some stuff figured out. We're going to be okay. It's still it's still a coming. Um, yeah, prototype, dude. Yeah, he says thanks for the input, and he guess he has to get his SEO game in order. Yeah, dude. You need your SEO game in order? 
first thing, but you also need an SEO is different than your than your uh, you know your click campaign skills, right? Like it's different setting up Google SEO as opposed to running a, an AdWords campaign, and you got to have you got to be tight on both of those things, man. Get get on it, all of you guys, get on it, man. Your SEO, your pay per click, you got to be tight on both of those things. Okay, JJS screen printing. He thought the same. Then he came across a printabo vid with some dude who is brilliant at the Facebook shit. He put thirty six hundred on one ad and made eighty six thousand. Yep. I mean that sounds about right. The, the thing is though is that there's those same stories on on Google AdWords. There's there's always here's the thing. Here's the, the the truth of all of that. Yes, there is somebody that did that, but they're typically the exception to the rule. Typically, he possibly he had like a graphic. You never know, dude, but they're t almost always the exception to the rule. They're not the rule. And the rule is you and me trying to figure that shit out. Bunch of dum-dums. And we're probably not going to pull those numbers. It's not to say we can't succeed on them. But, uh, you know, the numbers are going to be uh, a lot of the times very different. Still po possibly very profitable, but not the same thing. Um. And, and you said it here. He's brilliant at Facebook, and he was able to do that. So are, are you brilliant at Facebook? No. Are you able to hire that man to do it for you? Then maybe you're in the the realm of possibilities. But if not, it's not going to happen. But more than likely, he's actually – that guy who's brilliant at Facebook is trying to sell his marketing skills to screen printers like yourself at a small, probably very large fee. The point is, dude, you got to be very in the whole internet realm of internet bullshit. These are snake oil salesmen. They're selling everything, dude. They're selling fucking um, ad conversions and all this kind of stuff, marketing camp. You got to be very careful of all those guys. But I would say without a shadow of doubt, because I've had some pretty good success with Google AdWords, that yes, he can probably pull some pretty good numbers. Are you going to be able to pull that off? If you study Facebook ads like a fucking eccentric, like you're on the spectrum, maybe. I'm super small, only do, okay, this is from Eric Melling. I'm super small, only do minimal stuff. Is it worth it to get a seller's permit or should I wait till I'm busier? No, dude, get it right now. You mean your tax ID so that you're, um, I mean, yeah, get it right away. Can you even, I don't know, when I got it, you couldn't get, wholesaler accounts with t-shirt distributors unless you had your your state license maybe things have changed now if you don't need it it's cool but then you're not i mean i would get it yeah i don't know why not i mean now you have the burden of tax issues and not charging or charging and all that kind of stuff but yeah i just feel like you can't without it but yeah you'd get it man why not Jamie says, I got my first customer thinking of only charging what I pay for the shirt since I'm building my portfolio. Seems, feels symbiotic. Is that fair or am I nuts? Well, everyone in here will tell you that that's nuts, except me, because that's the way I started printing. What my When I started printing, I um, wasn't confident that I would produce a result that I was proud of. So I made a deal with my first customers and basically said, look, I'm new at this. 
uh, you give me a shot at this, and uh, I'll do this this amount and this amount for 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 free, and I'll keep doing it until I get it right. So, and basically, I was able to get a client job, cut my teeth on it, get comfortable with printing. I did a few of those, and I moved on and started charging. I don't see a problem with it, uh, but you do need to understand that. You can do it for a few, but the second that you feel confident that you can produce, you got to start charging. But in the beginning, hell yeah, dude. I feel like people are so, so greedy now, man. Where, whatever happened to that kind of like that apprenticeship thing, right? Now, granted, you, you're not going to be a printer's apprentice, but you can have the you can be like kind of an apprentice to the customers by saying, look, there's a good chance I might fuck this up, but I'm going to do it for free. Uh, in exchange for you buying the shirts so that I can kind of figure this stuff out. And, uh, you know, it's, it is. It's symbiotic. You're learning from it. And that's kind of like an apprenticeship, and I see nothing wrong with it. Just don't let it become a thing that you're doing all the time. But I've had many people disagree. I said this early on in the thing, and they're like, nah, dude, nah, dude. So that's just my opinion. Mark, sportswear, any advice on printing one color white on a navy, one quarter inch thick PVC foam yoga mat? Any special ink requirements? Yeah, you got, we tried doing that and we used um, solvent based, it's actually vinyl ink, you know, which which adheres to flexible materials really well. Like, like And even it kind of scratched off a little bit. I, I'm not 100% sure, man. That's going to be a tough one to figure out. But yeah, I think you just need vinyl ink, but it, it didn't work well. Okay, Jamie, if you're spending $33 per uh, for a hoodie, you need to get your tax ID, man. Because you, you shouldn't be spending that much for an independent trading company. This hoodie, you should be paying like, you know, nowhere near that. Unless you're marking it up. Of course, if you're marking it up to them, it's okay, but. Frankie is having some pizza, beer, and a little bit of the print life. Thank you so much for joining in, Frankie. That's so cool, man. Yeah, I'm wondering what kind of hoodies they are. I can't see all the chats. You know, I pretty much now only focus on stuff that says at the print life. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like that is a lot, Jamie, to be spending on a hoodie. I feel like you must not be getting wholesale prices on it or it's some crazy hoodie that I've... That I've, that I've never seen. Yeah, Altered Ink. And to reiterate on that, I just feel like, and Jamie said it well too, it's symbiotic. She's basically telling the customer that, look, I'm not super skilled at this yet. You buy the garments, bring them to me. Take a little bit of risk on me. I'm willing to do the work for free for you. We each benefit. Yeah, I love it, man. I just, I fucking love that. I just feel like the world is filled with greedy fuckers. Well, the new dip tank is working out great. It's so much wider than our old one, which is kind of weird because the screens flop all over the place. But that EnviroLine chemical is so strong. Uh, even at two minutes, the emulsion starts dripping into the fluid, which is not good. So we've actually had to cut our dip tank times to a minute, which is crazy good, man. That, that chemical is really strong. Now, anyway, guys, 641. And I'm ready to wrap it up. You know what I mean? I mean, we didn't have a huge business topic, but they don't all got to be an hour. It's not like this is a we have advertisers or anything. So it's all good. 
Uh, before we go into all that, though, you know, guys, I just wanted to let you all know that I am actively looking for a sponsor. And I'll, and I'll say it, you know, as far as the equipment sponsorships, there's there's the, the three. You know, obviously, I, uh, Anatol has always been my first love, so ideally I would have an Anatol sponsorship. But if it doesn't go through with them, uh, M&R is another one that I really like. Uh, and, of course, Rock, they're kind of like the cool kid press these days. So I would be cool with any of them. Uh, Workhorse is also another. I would be cool with any equipment manufacturer because here, let's be honest, at the end of the day, a press is a press, right? Y'all can agree with that. So I would be confident uh, endorsing any of the major press manufacturers out there. So I'm actively looking for that. Uh, I'm also actively looking for a sponsor of a, not an individual manufacturer, you know, like not Bella or Next Level specifically, but a supplier like SNS or Sanmar or something like that. Uh, who else is a Bordek and Rose? So that I can objectively talk about multiple brands but still be helping them, you know, market themselves. And then finally, I am looking for either a supplier sponsorship or a, a chemicals manufacturer sponsorship. So either one would be cool as far as all that goes, but I need them. If you guys are in contact with anybody, uh, I need the help because I need, I cannot continue to edit these vlogs. It's becoming uh, overwhelming for me. Uh, shout out to Jamie for the $5 super chat. Yes, love that money. Love that money. Thank you, Jamie. I know all this stuff, dude, those hard come by these days. So thank you for that. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, how do you feel about scaling past uh, one or two employees? So I went all the way up to like, what did I have? I went all the way up to five employees here for, for some time. And it's I I mean you need as much help as you need, but the problem is is that employees are so expensive. They, uh, they can just drain the dough out of your shop, especially when you're not automated like we were. Uh, I felt like I needed to bring more bodies in to help move things around, but what ends up happening is you're doing exactly the same amount of work, uh, just paying more people to do it. So when you to all of you, to everybody, which is the whole point of my vlog series from this point moving forward, is showcasing producing efficiency in every aspect of your shop. I think you're better off printing yourself or with, with the help of one other person uh, and working on your screen room, your exposure to everything, getting it, getting your screen burn times down to next to nothing, and then moving on to your setup times, getting that down to nothing, and then getting your sorting times and all that shit and your client management and all that shit down to nothing. When you have all that streamlined and you have a true system in place, then you can actually bring people in, teach them the system, enforce the system, and fucking, you'll be producing, man. I didn't do that the first time, and it was a total shit show. I went from being profitable on the way up to bringing too much in, too much help, and going. <laughs> so be careful. But to each their own. That's really good. Employee or auto? Ooh. Employee or auto, man. You know, I, I think logically everyone will always say an auto, but I think 
if you have, again, good systems in place, everything is efficient, your employees aren't wasting fucking time burning and reburning screens, they're not wasting time reclaiming screens and taking unnecessarily long, they're not wasting unnecessary amounts of time setting up, then an employee is an invaluable asset, right? And also an employee can come and go. You can bring them on when things slow down, you can let them go. Whereas an auto produces a fuckload of stuff, a fuckload of work. But when times do get lean, which inevitably happens in every every single shop, unless you paid cash for it, you're still having to pay that monster, right? So it's it's two sides of the same coin. I would say, man, employees in the beginning and more employees. And then and then as uh and then as things hang on guys, I got someone walking in here. Uh and then as uh uh, and then as uh, as time goes on and you've maxed out your employees' capabilities, then you start thinking about an automatic. I just don't think it's the place to go first. On the flip side of that, and this is what I'm learning more and more every day, automatics produce repeatable results, which I like, right? Because a manual, different angles, how lazy your guy's feeling, how lazy you're feeling are going to have different print results, whereas with an automatic, you can set squeegee pressure, squeegee angle, and produce consistent results which will increase your uh the quality of of your shop which is super important which is why like i'm like fuck dude originally i wanted all these colors now i'm thinking like i just want a small eight or six color automatic just so that i can produce consistent results but either way dude start with the employees get that shit lined out get all your processes in order and then only then do i think you should start considering an automatic wow Yeah, guys. Yeah, and this is the whole thing. Auto does. So Andrew jumps in and says that autos cut so much time compared to the manual, which they do. But they also uh, showcase all of your weaknesses in the shop. I just think money, your money, can be better spent in the beginning on getting your systems in place, and not, you know, you can let go of employees, bring them back, do all that kind of stuff. You'll know when it's time to automate. I think. And Marshall had a, an interesting piece of advice for me where he said, dude, if you haven't gotten a business plan, if you don't know your cost per impression, if you don't know this and you don't know that, then it's not time to automate. If you're flying by the seat of your pants going on intuition, you're not ready for that kind of investment, right? That, you know, that $100,000 investment. Now, if you can get a, a nice used auto for 10 grand, you know, an M&R automatic, like an old all air, now, you're, now that's all right. Snatch that shit up. But those $50,000 plus investments, you need to be prepared for that kind of thing. I almost did it, guys. Almost fucked it up, man. And I would have been in such a shit show. I don't even, I can't even express what kind of a scenario I would be in right now. All right. Anyway, guys, dude, I was ending this whole thing. Uh, let's do the outro. And you all know, I want to thank you for hanging out with me uh, on this thing. Don't forget that this is a podcast, which means it's going to be live the day after tomorrow on iTunes and Google Play. Please listen. Please leave comments. Please leave reviews. Please leave five stars because it helps. And I'm trying to grow this thing. Uh, And actually, I'm not doing that right now. But I just didn't do a vlog these past couple of weeks or these past couple of days. But I have one uploading tomorrow, so make sure to tune in. The reason I didn't vlog this week, honestly, is because the views slowed down. Like usually I would upload it and by the end of the second day we had a thousand views, but the last couple of uploads didn't hit it. So I was like, ah, maybe people are getting tired of it. So I'm not going to upload. Took a break. But so all you guys, man, I need you to share them, watch them, get involved with them. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. If you guys have any questions, you know what to do. 
submit them in the chat, submit them in the comments. I'll do my best to answer them. What else is there? Is there anything else I need to cover? Uh, no, that's it. So, peace out, Print Fam. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. And we're back, guys. Okay, so that's the end of the show. I'm going to come back through the chat here and just give a quick shout-out to everyone that made their way in. You know I cut this part out. or uh, Actually, I'll leave it in, but then that way only the people that really want to listen to it listen to it. So, Raylio was here. Ryan was here earlier, but he peaced out. Jason was here. Altered Inc. We had uh, Standard Graphics here, as always. You Can Do It was here. Silk Visions, Prototype 8, Proud T-Shirt Company, Zero Zero. Ben, my, my nephew Ben was here. Inking Zinc, Hotbox Print Studio in the house. Excellent Graphics, Will Daly was here. Ink Press Prints, Craig Robertson. Ooh, Kevin Bays, Thomas, some unfamiliar people. This is cool. Inking Zinc, Mark Ripley. Eric Melling, John Murney, Tom P. Bigfoot Sam. What up, Bigfoot? Thank you. For the pizza, birthday pizza, I'll never forget. Sonny was here. CTA Prince was here. What's up, CTA? Good to see you guys. Tony was here. Bronx Premium Print. Jamie was here. Uh, don't know that word. Mark Sportswear was hanging out with us as well. Indigenous Graphics was in the house. Afi, don't know. AFI03UILI. One West Screen Printing Garage. Man, we had a lot of people in here today. Indigenous Graphics, I think I already said you. Lane Luhoff was in the house, gave me a super chat. Shout out to Lane for that. JC. Jerry Garcia. Uh, JJS Screen Printing. What up? Uh, Jessica Denham, what's up? Uh, yeah, Jessica, you're always welcome here. Doesn't matter. Thanks. Uh, no matter what apparel was hanging out with us. Eddie San Juan. <laughs> Shroom Brothers was here with us. Uh, Frankie Dunnow. Jonathan Ornless. What's up, man? Yeah, dude, I'm working on that print profits first thing. I'll, I'll do another video on it in a while. Uh, just so you guys know, I'm shooting a video today on this on the ever-elusive one-stroke white. So I'm using a certain, the ink we have here, but I'm doing all these different screen setups, and I'm chasing down that one-stroke white to see if it's actually fucking possible. I don't believe it is, but I'm doing everything in my power to make it work because I honestly, it's like Bigfoot, I want it to be real. And so I'm doing everything in the book. I'm looking at all these different tips and tricks, trying to figure out if it can actually be done and if it can be implemented in the shop. And if it is, well, I'm going to upload the video either way, but we're going to figure it out. Is one stroke white truly possible? It won't upload tomorrow. It'll, it'll upload the next day. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot here. Wilson was here. Excellent graphics. God damn. Lots of you guys, man. Pretty good. I don't know what our actual viewership was, but it was pretty sweet. Jamie, thank you so much for the super chat. It means a lot. Okay, here's some more people I don't recognize. Ink Press Prince, Laura Ross, T-Source. What's up, T-Source? Uh, Lance Lay, what up? Kikis, hello, from Brazil, right on. Mark Guerrero, Shirt Peddler, what's up? Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I feel like I got the majority of the shout-outs out of the way. Don't forget to submit your shop news to the Print Life Facebook group on Facebook Wednesday and do shop news in the title. We'll see you guys later, man. It was fun. I'm going to go get some pizza. Pizza and beer. Pizza, beer, and cheesecake. 
cheesecake with raspberry, caramel, and chocolate sauce. Oh, shit, man. NYPD pizza. It's the best pizza in Phoenix. That's where I'm heading. Ain't you jealous? Bye, guys. Bye. I feel like I can't say bye. It's one of those days I just want to hang out. Don't know why. Later, guys.